Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com. And remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie Tuesday morning, the 7th of July. Good morning. With much debate and discussion from now till 11am, this is Michael Reed on LMFM. Barry Cowan is uh, the Minister for Agriculture. In September 2016, he was stopped by Gardaí, driving home to Offaly after an All-Ireland football final. Cowan had been drinking and he was found to be driving over the limit. He was arrested and convicted for drink driving. He received a fixed charge penalty notice, a €200 fine and he was disqualified from driving for three months. The minister was 49 years of age at the time and was remarkable, as it might seem, driving on a provisional learner licence. Much to the embarrassment of the new government, all of this only came to light on Friday, six days after Cowan was made a government minister. I didn't know. Um, I wasn't uh, aware, and he certainly didn't make me aware at the time. In all the meetings um, and all the common and all the call and job counter meetings up and down the country, it never came out. It seems from his perspective that he was, more, you know, he was very uh, ashamed of it, and he has said that. Uh, and um, uh, he, he did, you know, he, he, he's acknowledged he didn't uh, say it to, 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 to me or to colleagues because uh, he was deeply, deeply ashamed and embarrassed at the fact that uh, that incident occurred uh, back in 2016 and it was uh, a terrible lapse of judgment on his behalf and he's acknowledged that and he's made a full apology and he also, you know, justice was meted out to him in accordance with, with the law at the time. But he was also on a provisional licence at 49 years of age and driving for years years as a member of the front bench. It's a bit strange, isn't it? Well, look, in life, people, in, in all our lives, I mean, I, certainly uh, one would have thought a full licence might have been secured earlier, but I don't know the background to that. And quite a number of people historically in Ireland drove on provisional licences for quite considerable length of time. They shouldn't have. No, I mean, I, I, mean, I take that point. That's the Taoiseach, Michal Martin, taking questions from PJ Coogan on the opinion line on Cork 96 yesterday morning. The questions continued last night at a government press briefing. He has articulated his profound um, regret and sorrow and shame at what transpired um, four years ago. Uh, I became aware of this on Friday. Um, it's deeply, deeply regrettable. Um, shouldn't have happened um, and in terms of you know it, it can happen historically people have availed of uh, 
of the provisional license regime. That, that was a tendency in Ireland. Um, not, not everybody did avail of it, but quite a number of people did. I'm not excusing it. Uh, but I think, I, I, I believe and I accept that his remorse is genuine. Um, and uh, he will be making a statement to the Doyle um, in relation to it. And he's asked to Kion Corla. Uh, for, to, to facilitate that. So Barry Cowan will make his statement to, to the doll this evening, but how did the Taoiseach not know about this until Friday just gone? Six days after making a government minister, did he not ask his ministers about their past and if they had any legal skeletons in their closets? In terms of all of the ministerial appointments, I stressed the importance of of ethics and that. I didn't ask whether they had, you know, assumed he hadn't, had no knowledge of it. Um. Susan Gray is uh, the founder of uh, the Park Road Safety Group and on uh, the line with us now. Good morning to you, Susan, and uh, thank you for joining us as always. Uh, I'm not sure how that sounded to you, but I I think the last clip of uh, the Taoiseach, Michal Martin, uh, was very interesting. He sounded somewhat unsure of himself, uh, almost struggling to explain what happened and how he didn't know about it. Good morning, Michael. Well, it's one thing for our Tisha, Michal Martin, to say that he was unaware. But why is he not asking Barry Cowan the appropriate questions? Why is he not delving in to everything? He was caught drink driving. He was in a learner permit. Why is he not asking the questions that we asked on RT61 News yesterday? And we're a voluntary group. We've lost loved ones and crashes involving drink driving and unaccompanied learner drivers. We're asking obvious questions, and yet Artisha is not. He's taken it as a given that uh, Barry Cowan was done for drink driving. He's paid the price. He took the ban. He was fined, and he apologised. But what about all the other things that Barry, Barry Cowan has admitted to? He was driving on a learner permit. He, he admitted he's never had a flight. Mm. Why was he driving on a learner permit for years and years? He was a TD in the Doyle in 2011 to 2016. Did Michael Martin not ask him, when you were driving to the Doyle, did you always have an accompanied driver as the laws that we put in as legislators years ago? Did you have an accompanied driver each time? Did you display your L-plates? When did you pass your driving test, Barry? Because the public will want to know. Well, sometime after and September 2016. I, I take yes, it, but it, when it, exactly? It, well, he was off because the road for three months, so I take it, it it wasn't until at least 2017. Uh, yes. And then you're going to say the N-plates uh, should have been yes. on his car until 2019. And then he was caught speeding. How many penalty points has he got on mm. his licence? Yeah, he didn't seem to think uh, that was particularly serious. Uh, he was asked uh, on uh, The Week in Politics uh, if he had any other uh, legal disclosures uh, to make, uh, and he said no, there was nothing on his record uh, apart from some parking fines and some speeding fines. Uh, I'm not sure if that meant uh, that he was speeding on multiple occasions uh, and received penalty points on multiple occasions, and uh, all of the time on a learner permit. But as well, Michael, when he said on the RT News that the only other offences he had was parking tickets and speeding, he put them two 
in the one sentence. Mm. Is he relating parking tickets to the same degree of offence as speeding? Speeding is the number one killer in our roads. Mm. And he seems to be classing, lumping the two of them together, a throwaway sentence. Oh, I was done for parking, I got parking tickets and speeding fines. Well, it may not be terribly surprising when you understand that he uh, didn't sit a driving test and was driving on a provisional licence for, what, 30 years? 40 years? No, 30 years, 20 years, 20 years, 30 years? And a very important question that must be asked of him in the door is, did he ever set a driving test, Michael? Or did he just roll over the learner permit time and time again? How many years has he been driving? Mm. What learner permit is he on now? Is it number 13, 14, 15? Mm. Did he ever set a test? If so, how many? And do they keep failing them? If not, there is a huge loophole in the law that Park has been fighting to get closed for years. Mm. That's whereby a learner can... All they have to do is send the Road Safety Authority um, €85 Mm -hmm. and apply to sit the driving test, make a booking. They don't have to turn up. As long as they apply and pay the €85, the Road Safety Authority will issue a new permit to that driver time and time again. Now, that there is not right. And the Road Safety Authority said in 2013... When we put it to them, they put a provision in their road safety strategy and they said they were going to make it mandatory for a learner to sit, to actually have to turn up for the test, sit the test, fail the test, before they would reissue a new permit. Mm. Now, the completion date they had in their strategy for this action plan was the first quarter of 2014. We are still waiting, and now the Road Safety Authority are working on their new strategy, the 2021. Okay. And they haven't enacted that part. Well, this is because the laws have changed. Who who is it that changes the laws? It was Shane Ross, the past minister. By by the doll. His job it was to um, bring in this piece of legislation. Sure. Forgive me, though, for trying to highlight the obvious, uh, maybe badly so, but, uh, I mean, as a legislator, uh, it is hard to believe that Barry Cowan or any member of the Dáil would flaunt the law uh, as terribly as he obviously has, driving on a provisional licence for 30 years, God knows. Uh, And it would seem uh, logical to conclude that there have been other problems, uh, that uh, he was speeding, uh, and was found to be driving uh, above uh, the speed limit on multiple occasions on a provision licence, and that he could not have possibly sat at a driving test before 2017. Uh, and had he sat at a driving test in 2017, he would have had end plates on his car, uh, and everybody in the doll would have been talking about it. What's the story with Barry Cowan and the end plates? Uh, there was never any talk of it. There was never any gossip in the papers or anything like that. Plus, there's also the thing that goes on in families, uh, and when you drive your, pass your driving test, everybody talks about it. You talk to everybody, you pass me driving test. Oh, that's great. Congratulations and best of luck with it. Uh, I take it that 
there was no such talk in the Cowan family. And I, I know uh, that Brian Cowan is not a well man at all. Uh, but uh, you'd have to assume that as the Taoiseach, Brian Cowan knew that Barry Cowan hadn't sat a driving test and was driving around the country willy-nilly. You're so right, Michael. There are so many unanswered questions. And until we get answers to them, Micheál Martin has to ask these, these relevant questions. To see the government, we believe, are trying to sweep this under the carpet. And it's going to go away. They're going to say he's apologised, he's uh, taken his punishment, move on, nothing to see here. We want them to delve into everything else that Barry Cowan, all mm. the other road traffic laws, to see where he has broken other laws. And then, and then make another judgment on, as we would say, is he fit for any office? depending on the answers he gives in the door. Now, if he's not asked the right questions, Michael, and to date a lot of questions haven't been put to him, thank God RT highlighted all our questions yesterday. But if they don't put these questions to him, that says it all. That speaks volumes to the public. Well... It's the public uh, who have also paid for this uh, to some degree. I'm sure you saw the report about uh, Barry Cowan's travel expenses uh, and that uh, when he was put off the road, he claimed the full travel expenses. And this adds up very quickly. Between the 29th of September and the 22nd of December 2016, which would have been the three months he was off the road, uh, he claimed a total of €7,166.25. And that's for the three months that he was off the road. The Irish Examiner reported uh, this week uh, that he continued to claim the same amount of travel allowance every month in the year of 2017, which again asks another question. Did he not pass his test till 2018? Yeah, that is a key question that we've been asking, Michael. It is crucial to find out when did he pass his driving test. On RT, he just said he passed it since. That's not good enough. We need all the information from Barry Town, and then we'll make a judgment or a, a statement on whether we believe he's fit for to hold any office. Mm. And Michael Martin is our new teacher now. Mm-hmm. It's up to him now. We're calling on him to ask Barry Town the proper questions and put the answers into the public domain. And we'd like to thank uh, the Irish Independent for breaking this story. If it wasn't for um, Finon Sheehan, mm-hmm. this story would never have broke about Barrytown. And there's a huge um, issue that I spoke about earlier about the Road Safety Authority renewing learner permits for effort without anybody having to actually come in and set the test. Here is a great opportunity now for our new teacher, Michael Martin, to ensure that that loophole is closed. The last government didn't do it. Now we have a joint government. We have Leo Varadkar and Michael Martin, Fina Gale and uh, Fina Ford. Let them work together now and get something good to come out of this 
Okay. Susan, uh, just to conclude, uh, and briefly uh, if we can, uh, am I right in saying uh, that your position hasn't changed since you spoke to 6-1 last night and that you're reserving your judgment on Barry Cowan's position for the moment? Yes, until he answers. He has to answer these questions. This is not going away. We want, there's loads of important serious questions that that man must answer. Okay. And then we will know um, what the situation really is. Okay, and I hope right you'll now. come back to us at that okay, point. We should hear you. from uh, the Minister when he makes his uh, statement uh, to the Dáil this evening. But our, our thanks uh, this morning to Susan Gray, the founder of the Park Road Safety Group. Michael at lmfm.ie This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.